0: I'm Joe Catalano with an A.M. Quincy News update for Monday, November 7th. Well, tomorrow is state election day. Early voting ended last Friday and mail-in ballots must be postmarked by tomorrow at 8 p.m., but will be accepted until Saturday, November 12th. When the polls close tomorrow night at 8 o'clock here in Quincy, City Clerk Nicole Crispo explains the results from all 31 precincts will be centrally tabulated at City Hall. Crispo says over 12,000 voters requested mail-in ballots for tomorrow's election. She is predicting a 50% turnout for the election. In-person voting will take place tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., And QATV will provide live election night coverage beginning tomorrow night at 8. MBTA General Manager Steve Poftak has a little less than two months left on the job after announcing last week he'll be resigning on January 3rd. Poftak stepping down after four years at the helm of the T. State Representative Tacky Chan of Quincy says that's the longest term for the head of that agency in quite a while. Chan says the MBTA board will make a recommendation for a new general manager to the new governor. He says he doubts the new leader will come from within the MBTA system. All of the patients at a Quincy nursing home have been moved out as the facility prepares to close. At the end of October, all 92 patients were relocated to other nursing facilities from the Quincy Health and Rehabilitation Center on McGrath Highway. Owner Wachusett Healthcare says they're being forced to close the facility due to new pandemic-induced de-densification rules that required them to eliminate 34 beds, making the facility no longer economically viable. What you said has owned the facility since 2016. company says it's also working to find new jobs nearby for its 68 employees at the Quincy facility. The last day of business at the center will be on December 7th. A Quincy Center building has been transformed into housing for veterans. The building at the corner of Washington and Temple Streets has undergone a complete renovation and will soon be dedicated as the Thomas Kiley Building. Mayor Thomas Koch says developer Leo Martin has overhauled the existing 16 studio and one-bedroom apartments and added 32 more units to create 48 homes for veterans. The building will be officially dedicated on November 12th. Martin also recently renovated a building on Hancock Street in Quincy Center to create affordable housing that was dedicated as the Joe Finn Building in honor of the former city councilor and longtime housing advocate. Abigail Adams, one of the most influential and important women in U.S. history, was honored Saturday with a new statue in Quincy where she and husband President John Adams lived. The seven-foot-tall bronze statue of the woman who was not only the wife of the nation's second president, but also the mother of the nation's sixth president, John Quincy Adams, sits near a statue of her husband on the Hancock-Adams Common. Abigail, although she had no formal education, was a prolific letter writer who often advised her husband on affairs of state. Abigail was also an astute business person who helped the family farm thrive during her husband's frequent absences as he performed his duties as a politician and a diplomat. And unlike many prominent families of the era, she did it without owning slaves. Of the first seven presidents, John Adams and John Quincy Adams were the only ones who did not bring enslaved people into the White House, according to the White House Historical Association. The statue, paid for with about $350,000 in city money, was sculpted by Sergei Eilinbikov, who also sculpted the statues of John Adams and John Hancock already on the Common. Another statue of Abigail, accompanied by John Quincy as a child, was moved to Marymount Park. Geico and Good Sports recently donated over $20,000 worth of sports equipment to the Point Webster Middle School in Quincy. Former Point Webster student and teacher, current Speaker of the House, Representative Ramariano, Mariano attended the donation ceremony last week and spoke to students about his relationship with the school. For the second time in a matter of weeks, a thief has hit the Weymouth Food Pantry. They've had the catalytic converter stolen off their delivery truck twice. Now they feel like they're being targeted. The pantry relies on the truck to collect and distribute donations. They just got it repaired after someone stole the catalytic converter off it in September. The community helped support them, but the fix cost thousands of dollars. They even installed a metal cage over it to try and protect it staff showed up to the warehouse in rockland on friday and found out it happened again couldn't have been at a worse time the holiday season is the busiest time of the year at the pantry and demand has skyrocketed since the pandemic the demand for thanksgiving meals alone has doubled since 2019 they're getting ready to repair the truck for the second time at red's truck equipment and repair in whitman but because of the supply chain crisis the owner said it won't be right away the pantry got a patch to keep the truck running as they wait, but in the meantime, the owner is looking for somewhere else to park it. Senior living facilities need workers, specifically nurses. The need is greater than it's ever been. The healthcare care industry continues to struggle with the effects of the pandemic. In a recent study, the Mass Senior Care Association found their 360 members Have a lot of job openings, the lobbying group represents nursing homes that receive money from the state. They polled two-thirds of their members this summer found 6,900 open nursing-related positions. For nine months now, they found nursing positions have made up 22% of all job openings. The struggle for employees forced more than 60% of those facilities to limit admission. Benchmark has 31 facilities in Massachusetts alone. That's enabled it to get creative to deal with the worker shortage, but it's required asking employees to work overtime and bring people in from one community to another. Its facilities are almost all privately paid for. company has also lost employees due to COVID fatigue, and like many companies, they've added more mental and emotional health benefits for those who work there. A check of business news this morning. Stocks open the day in positive territory. The Dow up 90 points. The Nasdaq added 19. The S&P up 8. Asian stocks also advanced. The dollar was higher. The euro is down. Oil at just over $91 a barrel. Sports Patriots beat the Colts 26-3. Celtics take on the Grizzlies. Memphis tonight at 9 o'clock. Bruins are home tonight against St. Louis at 7 the national weather service forecast for today partly cloudy windy and warm high 76 degrees tonight the temperatures will start to fall off into the 40s tomorrow sunny at a high of 54 sunny 52 on wednesday and sunny 64 for thursday for the boater waves about two feet that west wind gusting to 25 knots high tide right after 10 a.m sunrise 624 but it sets at 4 30 I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy news update for Monday November 7th